Joining me in the studio, I'm very pleased to have uh, Jean-Claude Alvarez, who's a recent arrival from Venezuela, uh, just arrived in the last year. Also, Dennis Noonan is here from the Catholic Worker Movement, I guess we'll call it. And also, uh, I would like to thank uh, Adrian Soto, who's here. She's with the Interpreters Co-op of Madison. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Well, Jean-Claude, now you just arrived here. I, I, I got a call from uh, uh, Dennis. Uh, we wanted to talk about your story and your travels and your trip from Venezuela. Can you tell us about your journey to get here to Madison? Hola, Jean-Claude. Eh, yo oí de Dennis eh, que nos contó su historia. ¿Usted nos podría contar un poco su historia su viaje, su camino aquí a los Estados Unidos. Ok, claro, perfectamente. Mi camino empezó aproximadamente hace un año. Eh, estuve viajando alrededor de un mes hasta mi llegada de Estados Unidos. Atravesé alrededor de siete países. Estuve interno en la selva del Darién que comunica Panamá con Colombia durante una semana aproximadamente. Uh, of course, and I will be glad to uh, tell you my story. I uh, walk or travel for approximately a month. I went or walked through seven countries, and I was uh, submerged in the Darien rainforest. It's a very dense rainforest between the border from Colombia to Panama. I was there for a month. Going through the jungle, right? Through the jungle, wow. the Darien Rainforest. Now, why why did you decide to take this journey? ¿Por qué decidió usted tomar este camino, venir hacia acá? Bueno, la razón principal, este, nuestro país había caído en una decadencia tanto política, social y económica. Había un momento en el que prácticamente el sueldo de un venezolano representaba cuatro dólares mensuales. Algo inexplicable, pero cierto. So was the, uh, the, the horrible conditions that we had in our country, Venezuela. Things were uh, really, really bad, getting to a point of crisis, uh, politically, financially, economically. And, for example, I left at a point where the monthly salary for a Venezuelan worker was $4. Okay. When you decided to take this journey, uh, who did you travel with? Did you travel by yourself or what? Cuando usted decidió eh, tom eh, empezar este viaje, usted decidió venirse solo, con quien vino, en compañía de quien. Oh, okay. Bueno, mi, la compañía fueron dos hermanos y mi viaje familiar interna, o mis hijos y mi pareja se quedaron en Venezuela. Fue un viaje que decidí tomarlo solo porque no quise tomar el riesgo. Es muy, muy riesgoso para mis hijos. So, when I decided to come and start my trip, I decided to do it by myself. I was in the company of two of my brothers. But if you ask me about my immediate family, I left my wife and my two children back at home in Venezuela. I thought that it was way too risky for them. And how does it feel now uh, to have your wife and your children uh, in Venezuela? What 
do you would you like to bring them here? ¿Cómo se siente ahora que haya estado aquí casi o alrededor de un año cuando su esposa y sus hijos están allá en Venezuela? Eh, ¿Usted quiere traerlos? ¿Usted quiere que ellos vengan a los Estados Unidos? ¿Qué está pensando? En estos momentos me gustaría que ellos pudieran venir a Estados Unidos, pero no la misma vía que yo tomé. ¿Y cómo me siento? Bueno, sentimentalmente quebrado. Eh, no es fácil estar sin los hijos. Creo que ya cuando uno como hombre madura y, y es un padre, prácticamente nuestros beneficios y nuestra felicidad depende de nuestros hijos. So I will, of course, I would like, I would love for them to be here. I would like to bring them here in the United, into the United States, but not uh, through the same path that I came. No. Um, of course, when you mature, you are a grown man and you have a family. Uh, we know that a great part of our happiness, everyday happiness, is given to us through the by our children. So I am broken. I am. My heart is broken. My feelings are broken because, of course, they're not here. The journey that you speak of is is very treacherous. It's very dangerous, as we know. And the Darien Pass, in 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 uh, going through that part of the jungle, do you care to talk about that? What about your journey itself and going through that, um, especially that jungle area? Is there anything you want to share about that journey? Todos sabemos que caminar a través del paso del Darien es algo supremamente difícil, riesgoso y complicado. ¿A usted le gustaría hablar un poco con respecto a esa parte específica de su viaje, estar sumergido en la jungla, en la selva? Ok, claro que sí. Bueno. Of course, I will. Estar dentro de la selva es muy peligroso, pero quienes lo hacen mucho más peligroso prácticamente son los guías. So, uh, by itself, being in the jungle, of course, has uh, its very own risks, but the risk is multiplied by the presence of those, the guides, the people who supposedly guide us through the jungle. Mm -hmm. what, what about the guides? Que... ¿Qué, ¿Qué quiere decir con respecto a estos guías? Por ejemplo, no tendría explicación que ellos volvieran tan pronto al otro día al mismo camino cuando nosotros tardamos hasta siete días para recorrerlos. Mientras más difícil sea para nosotros, más pueden cobrar ellos dinero. Y eso es lo que hacen, tratar de buscar vías que sean más difíciles para que nosotros podamos pagar más dinero. So, uh, to us, the, the very first red flag was the fact that they will disappear at night and they will come back during the day. And they will do that in less than 24 hours. How come that it took us seven days to go through the whole uh, 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 jungle? So, we, we knew right away that <coughs> they will give you or guide you through much more treacherous routes or paths in order to be able to charge us more because they will charge us for the time that we will be work, walking through the jungle. Oh, so they're taking the, the long way, no shortcuts. Entonces, ellos se saben todos los atajos 
pero para las personas que están caminando guiadas por ellos, les dan el largo camino, el camino más largo. Claro que sí, Correct. el camino más largo. That's the longest pathway. Wow. Uh, what, what other stories can you tell of your travels? ¿Qué otras historias nos puede contar usted con respecto a este viaje? Bueno, en este viaje caí en un, se puede decir, en un pozo. Este, estuve tapado hasta la parte del cuello por arena. Es una especie de barro. Los animales podríamos decir que más bien escapan de nosotros, aunque las culebras, al ser rastreras, ellas se mantienen en su sitio. Vi cuerpos en descomposición, pude ver este, personas desaparecidas, este, se sabe que hay violaciones, eso es muy bien documentado, pero para ser sinceros, eh, todo esto se promueve a través del terror que puede representar, porque es una manera de controlar la población que está yendo hacia el destino que es Estados Unidos. Uh, yeah, I, I can tell you many things about uh, my time there. Um, for example, animals, the animals, wild animals, they are not a problem. They uh, they see you and they run, except for the snakes, though. <laughs> Those are vicious. I fell in quicksand and I was submerged up to my uh, neck. That was wow. scary. Uh, I saw bodies, dead people. They were decomposing all are like through the path. Uh, sexual abuse, violation. We all know that that is an everyday, every instance there happens all the time and is well known and publicized. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you something. Uh, the guides, quote unquote, they tell a horrible story about going through the passage to amplify the need for the people to hire them. So things probably are not as bad as they, as they, say. As, as they say. And that is the way that they have to control their business, to control the influx of potential candidates to walk there, through there, and come to the United States. How easy was it uh, when you finally got to the border of the United States for you to cross? Eh, usted finalmente llegó al, a la frontera de los Estados Unidos. ¿Qué tan fácil fue cruzar? Cruzamos a través de una especie de balsa desde el río. So we went through the Rio Grande and yes. we were, uh, of course, we crossed in a little, little uh, boat. Mm -hmm. De decir que... ¿Cómo sería? Para mí es prácticamente muy fácil, solamente que es un juego psicológico de parte de los que están cruzando personas desde México hasta aquí para poder decir que es difícil, pero en realidad no es difícil. It, it wasn't a big deal at all. It was very the, the easiest part for me. Wow. And, uh, but it's also very well manipulated by those Mexican handlers to fi who finally tell you to go through. Nothing. I, I came in a balls from one side of the river to the other. And you were there. Okay. So now that you're here, first of all, why did you choose to come to Madison? Eh, ahora usted ya está en los Estados Unidos. ¿Por qué Madison? 
¿Por qué escogió venir a Madison? Bueno, escoger Madison fue más que todo por mi forma de ser personal. Soy una persona que le gusta la tranquilidad, no le gusta el trajín o lo rápido que puede ser una ciudad, por ejemplo, como Houston. Aparte, tengo interés en aprender su cultura y también su idioma. Y quise como enfrentarme al idioma y creo que Madison es una buena opción. So, I think that I chose Madison because the way my personality is, because of my character. I am a quiet individual. I don't like crowds. I don't like noise. I don't like fast-paced lifestyle. For example, Houston. No. Mm -hmm. Also, I said I want to immerse myself in the culture. So I decided to come here and confront myself with the language barrier. And that's what I am here mm -hmm. in Madison. Yeah. We're speaking with uh, Jean-Claude uh, Alvarez. He's a, a recent uh, arrival here to Madison from Venezuela. He walked all the way from Venezuela and it took him over a month to get here. He's living in Madison now. I'm also with Adrian Soto, who is a member of the Interpreters Co-op of Madison. What is the Interpreters Co-op? The Interpreters Cooperative of Madison is, uh, of course, sorry for the redundance, <laughs> a co cooperative that it was formed many years ago, over like 14 years ago, in order to bring language justice to Madison, Dane County, and Wisconsin. So we, at this moment, we can interpret or translate in more than 44 languages. And uh, we, I think that we are promoting better rates, better opportunities for all sort of clients to be able to uh, have us in order to break that language barrier. And I, I want to thank you and uh, Steve from the Interpreters yeah. Co-op for setting Steve Herrick, is, he is our president. Mm -hmm. He is a founder, founder member, and he has been working really hard to to see this cooperative to fruition nowadays. You're right. And people can call you if oh, they have yeah. uh, Interpreters if they have Cooperative of Madison. You can go into the internet. You can call us. And we are ready to take on whatever you want us to do. All right. Also joining us is Dennis Noonan from the uh, uh, Catholic Workers uh, Movement. Can you talk a little bit about how you met Jean-Claude and, and also what you guys are providing here in Madison? Thank you, Tony, and uh, thanks for uh, inviting us to the show. Uh, I am with uh, a Catholic Worker uh, Movement. It's a lay movement of the Catholic Church. Uh, last year, we uh, formed a group to purchase, uh, through a nonprofit association, a single-family uh, uh, house here on the west side of Madison. And uh, our intention, as we've done, is to provide temporary housing Uh, while people are transitioning uh, new to newcomers to the United States, focusing on uh, uh, those uh, coming from Latin America. To do this, we are in contact and have a relationship with uh, Catholic Multicultural Center here in Madison, mm -hmm. where through them we met uh, uh, Jean and uh, the other members of the community right now. Uh, we have a total of eight people living in, in the house. Uh, they are in transition, uh, you know, to, they're all looking for a more uh, permanent housing uh, within the next uh, few months. Uh, Catholic Worker is, like I said, a, a lay movement, and the goal is to carry out the, the works of mercy. The, we're inspired by Jesus Christ, by the Gospels, uh, 
and uh, our founder, Dorothy Day, uh, many of you know, uh, 1930 started uh, a single house of hospitality in New York, and today there are roughly 175 different houses throughout mostly the United States, but also in Canada, Mexico, uh, Great Britain, and uh, we have heard they're trying to start one in, in Africa, in Uganda wow. right now, all, all independent. Jean-Claude, what, what do you wish for yourself uh, here in, in Madison? Eh, Jean-Claude, ¿cuáles son sus deseos para usted personales aquí estando en Madison? ¿Qué quiere para usted? Bueno, lo que más quiero es crecer académicamente. Eh, para mí sería importante desarrollar el idioma inglés como segundo idioma y poder perfeccionarlo para tener mejores oportunidades tanto para mí como para mi familia. So, uh, mostly I would like to develop myself intellectually and academically. Also, I would like to be proficient in English, English as a second language for me, because I think that that is going to be bringing well-being, of course, to me and, of course, by extension to my family. Okay. Well, I want to thank you. Uh, thank you all for uh, uh, being Muchas here today. Ad okay. And Adrian, thank you very much. And the, in the Interpreters Cooperative and Stephen and Dennis. Thank you. And Jean Claude. Thank you. And uh, welcome. Welcome to Madison. Bienvenido a Madison. Gracias. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, thank you all. All right. Okay.